0: This is Carl Malamud for the Internet Multicasting Service. On Harper Audio today, we present actress Julie Harris, reading from the works of Emily Dickinson, who died in 1886. Today's selections include nine short poems and two letters to her good friend Thomas W. Higginson.
1: This is my letter to the world. That never wrote to me. The simple news that nature told with tender majesty. Her message is committed to hands I cannot see. For love of her, sweet countrymen, judge tenderly of me. The soul selects her own society, then shuts the door, to her divine majority, present no more. Unmoved, she notes the chariots pausing at her low gate. Unmoved, an emperor be kneeling upon her mat. I've known her from an ample nation, choose one, then close the valves of her attention, like stone pain has an element of blank it cannot recollect when it begun or if there were a time when it was not it has no future but itself its infinite contain its past enlightened to perceive New Periods of Pain. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches on the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. And sweetest in the gale is heard and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never an extremity had asked a crumb of me. I'm nobody. Who are you? Are you nobody, too? Then there's a pair of us. Don't tell. They banish us, you know. How dreary to be, Somebody. How public, like a frog, to tell your name the livelong June to an admiring bog. Mr. Higginson, are you too deeply occupied to say if my verse is alive? The mind is so near itself it cannot see distinctly, and I have none to ask. Should you think it breathed, and, had you the measure to tell me, I should feel quick gratitude. If I make the mistake that you dared to tell me would give me sincerer honor toward you, I enclose my name, asking you, if you please, sir, to tell me what is true. That you will not betray me, it is needless to ask, since honor is its own pawn. I'll tell you how the sun rose A ribbon at a time The steeples swam in amethyst The news like squirrels ran The hills untied their bonnets The bobolinks begun Then I said softly to myself That must have been the sun But how he set, I know not There seemed a purple style that little yellow boys and girls were climbing all the while, till when they reached the other side, a domine in grey put gently up the evening bars and led the flock away. I cautious scanned my little life. I winnowed what would fade from what would last till heads like mine should be a-dreaming laid. I put the latter in a barn, the former blew away. I went one winter morning, and, lo, my priceless hay was not upon the scaffold, was not upon the beam, and from a thriving farmer a cynic I became. Whether a thief did it, whether it was the wind, whether deities guiltless, my business is to find, so I begin to ransack, how is it hearts with thee, art thou within the little barn, love provided thee, If you were coming in the fall, I'd brush the summer by with half a smile and half a spurn, as housewives do a fly. If I could see you in a year, I'd wind the months in balls and put them each in separate drawers until their time befalls. If only centuries delayed, I'd count them on my hand, subtracting till my fingers dropped into Van Diemen's land, If certain, when this life was out, that yours and mine should be, I toss it yonder like a rind and take eternity. But now, uncertain of the length of this that is between, it goads me like the goblin bee that will not state its sting. "'My river runs to thee, blue sea. "'Wilt welcome me? "'My river waits reply, O sea. "'Look graciously. "'I'll fetch thee brooks from spotted nooks. "'Say, sea, take me.' "'Mr. Higginson, your kindness claimed earlier gratitude, "'but I was ill.' And write today from my pillow, thank you for the surgery. It was not so painful as I supposed. I bring you others as you ask, though they might not differ. While my thought is undressed, I can make the distinction, but when I put them in the gown, they look alike and numb. You asked how old I was. I made no verse, but one or two, until this winter, sir. I had a terror. Since September, I could tell no one. And so I sing, as the boy does by burying ground, because I am afraid. You inquire my books. For poets, I have Keats and Mr. and Mrs. Browning. For prose, Mr. Ruskin, Sir Thomas Brown, and the Revelations. I went to school, but in your manner of the phrase, had no education. When a little girl, I had a friend who taught me immortality but venturing too near himself he never returned soon after my tutor died and for several years my lexicon was my only companion then I found one more but he was not contented I be his scholar so he left the land you ask of my companions hills sir and the sundown and a dog large as myself that my father bought me they are better than beings because they know but do not tell. And the noise in the pool at noon excels my piano. I have a brother and sister. My mother does not care for thought. And father, too busy with his briefs to notice what we do, he buys me many books but begs me not to read them because he fears they juggle the mind. They are religious except me and address an eclipse every morning whom they call their father. But I fear my story fatigues you. I would like to learn. Could you tell me how to grow? Or is it unconveyed, like melody or witchcraft? You speak of Mr. Whitman. I never read his book, but was told that he was disgraceful. I read Miss Prescott's Circumstance, but it followed me in the dark, so I avoided her. Two editors of journals came to my father's house this winter and asked me for my mind, and when I asked them why, they said I was penurious, and they would use it for the world. I could not weigh myself. Myself. My size felt small to me. I read your chapters in the Atlantic and experienced honor for you, I was sure you would not reject a confiding question. Is this, sir, what you asked me to tell you? Your friend, E. Dickinson.
0: This has been Harper Audio. Harper Collins is a copyright owner of this recording and has consented to a limited distribution of Harper Audio as an 8 kilohertz computer sound file on Internet Town Hall. It is a violation of United States and international copyright laws to copy these recordings in any other way. Harper Audio is a trademark of HarperCollins Publishers, Inc. To order a copy of this tape or to request a catalog of all Harper Audio spoken word cassettes, please call one 800 harper or 717-941-1214 or send mail to harper at town.hall.org. This has been a production of the Internet Multicasting Service. Support for Harper Audio is provided by HarperCollins and by Sun Microsystems and O'Reilly & Associates. Network connectivity for the Internet Multicasting Service is provided by UUNet Technologies and MFS DataNet.